fit that description. Their former players are alleged to have taken $10,000 or more. That usually means you are permanently ineligible forever in the eyes of the NCAA. If you took that money before or during your college days, or your family took that money in the same time period, any game you played in from that point on, you were an ineligible college athlete in the eyes of the NCAA, and your school may have to vacate all wins or all championships or all seasons in which you participated. Those are the five schools kind of on the front burner, but even in their cases, it's going to take a while to play out. I'm coming back to your calls now. Matt in Apex is next up with a question, comment, or complaint. Ian is in Mount Olive, North Carolina, and once in as well. There's a lot more misinformation out there than there is accurate information on this FBI investigation and these Yahoo articles. I am here to help. I don't have a lot of areas of expertise, but this is one of them, giving my legal background and 31 years of writing about NCAA compliance cases. 1-800-849-2761. Just remember, your school can be sanctioned. Even if a coach wasn't involved, an assistant coach wasn't involved, you tried to do all the right things, but one of your players had his hand out or one of those family members had his or her hand out while or before that guy was wearing your uniform, you can still get sanctioned. Now, you're not going to get sanctioned in all likelihood if you were not participating in the wrongdoing for any season outside of when you used that ineligible player, Dennis Smith Jr. or otherwise, but... The evidence in today's Yahoo article is dangerous evidence for state, Seton Hall, Maryland, Kentucky, and Washington, and some cause for concern in smaller ways for the other schools that I listed and many others. 1-800-849-2761. Matt in Apex has a really big picture question, and it is a good one. Matt, welcome to Free For All Friday. Go right ahead. Hi, how you doing today? I'm doing great. Hope you are. Good. Yeah, I mean, we know the NCAA cares about amateurism, so... They are, they're going to investigate this, but what did the FBI allege was illegal about the relationships between the shoe companies and the players uh, and the agents? Well, a couple things here. Number one, probably about 60, 70, 80 years ago, there's no way the federal government in our country could have prosecuted a case like this. They changed the laws a long time ago to allow the federal government to be involved in, in more parts of American society, really, not just in this case college basketball, but a lot of different things. In the old days, it was mostly states enforcing criminal laws, and the FBI had a much more limited role. Now, you can find themselves, find them poking their noses into a lot of different situations, including this one. What rests at the core of their accusations is basically the assistant coaches. Chuck Person of Auburn is one of four facing criminal charges as we speak. Their cases are later this year or early next year. They're, they're alleging conspiracy and fraud in the business relationship between assistant Auburn basketball coach Chuck Person and his university. And they're, they're alleging that they are violating their contracts and they are violating wire fraud laws, federal government laws, by basically play, playing middlemen and taking money or shoveling money to others while claiming to just be an assistant coach for their school. And your contract with your school has a list of what you are supposed to do and what you're not supposed to do. And clearly, an assistant coach taking money, like as a bag man, give me X and I'll deliver player Y, that is clearly in violation of his contract with his school. And when you start doing it across state lines, 
it's a violation of wire fraud is one one of the terms the federal government uses. So, you know, one question, Matt, is with the FBI, like everybody else, having limited resources, there's there's absolutely no legal question about whether the FBI can do what it is doing right now with its investigation of college basketball and the shoe companies, et cetera. Absolutely, positively, they can. If you feel the need to look it up, there's a law, I think, in 1952 that gives them the right to do such things. So they can. But an interesting question is, why are they doing it, right? Everybody has limited resources. Every government official in the history of the world will say, man, I wish I had more investigators. I wish I had more attorneys. I I wish I had more this. So what do you have to do with your limited resources? You have to decide what is important enough for us to spend all this time and energy and personnel on, and what is something that we don't like and we wish it wasn't happening and it smells bad and it makes college sports look bad. But we should really spend our time and energy and money and resources on more serious, you know, child trafficking, for example, right? I mean, there's a lot of serious stuff going on in the world right now, in our country right now. So that is a fair question, the why. But are they legally doing something? Absolutely, positively, yes. Uh, It's kind of like when they had trouble pinning down mafia members a long time ago. They couldn't get mafia members on a lot of the stuff that they they were doing, and they were mad that they didn't have the laws the laws that fit the wrongdoing perfectly at the federal level. So they started to adopt you know money laundering laws. They started to get the bad guys you know not for killing people and putting them in the trunk of the car and driving to the desert and burying them you know sometimes alive. They had they had a harder time proving those cases. So money laundering, tax evasion, wire fraud, right? They started adopting these other laws where, you know, a lot of these Tony Soprano type guys end up doing long prison sentences, not always because they were caught killing people or doing other stuff that was the most serious of what the mafia did, but tax evasion, wire fraud, money laundering, etc. This is kind of a parallel to that. Not exactly, but that's how the federal government exp- expanded their ability to investigate such things. Doesn't mean you have to like it. Doesn't mean you have to think it's a good use of their resources, but that's what's behind what's going on right now. Certainly seems like there must be a lot of money out there. You mentioned the limited resources, so you know, I wonder if that's, if that's why they are devoting resources to it. It's a good question. It's a fair question. What, why are our tax dollars going to this? I mean, I don't have, I don't know if there's a right or wrong answer automatically to that. As someone who cares about college sports and as someone who's covered college basketball for so long and believes that there are many, many people who try to do things the right way, I'm happy when bad guys get caught. I'm just, especially if a coach is involved, an assistant coach is involved, I'm happy when bad guys get caught. Now, it's a little bit different. Some people are, you know, in their heart of hearts arguing, well, wait a minute, DG. These young men are already being exploited by the college sports system, and the ADs make a lot of money, and the coaches make a lot of money, and others make a lot of money, and the TV networks make a lot of money, but they don't get theirs. Some of you have a very pragmatic argument of, you know, what did Dennis Smith Jr. really take do wrong if he and his family allegedly took almost $75,000 while or before he was at NC State? You know, some of you just have that bottom line, I don't care. He should have been getting some kind of compensation as a guy who brought a lot of talent to NC State, a lot of positive exposure to NC State on his way to being an NBA lottery pick. You can make that argument if you want. Uh, everybody knows these rules, right? There's no, there's no murkiness. And to this point, remember, there are no active head coaches 
facing allegations in the FBI investigation. None. There are no assistant coaches beyond those facing criminal charges, Chuck Person and the others, on the current evidence charged by the FBI. So we don't know how much bigger this thing is going to get. This is mostly about agents and their middlemen and young people and their families basically saying, man, I I heard this guy and his family got a, a new house or a lot of money or a new tractor or the other things we saw in the Blue Chips movie. Why shouldn't I get mine, right? And some of them are – I know parents. I talked to them for 30 years. Some of them are mad at the fundamental unfairness and the exploitation that, in their eyes, their own sons have to go through for some period, a year or two, on their way to professional basketball. And some of them react by putting their hands out. All right, it's an unfair system. All right, I'm going to try to secretly take my $75,000, as alleged by Dennis Smith Jr. and his family. Y'all can make your own moral and ethical decisions about that. It is – a clearly against NCAA rules. All these guys who signed with NCAA schools have to sign something that says, I am an amateur athlete. I have not done anything to jeopardize that. It's a promise to you, right? They're giving you an athletic scholarship, and nowadays, you know, a lot more than room, board, and tuition. And you're part of the deal as a young adult is to make a promise and fulfill commitments in return. So I don't feel bad for those who know the rules and violate them on purpose, especially. There's occasionally a case where a young man doesn't even know what's happening around him. You know, we'll see how this FBI investigation evidence continues to come out. But I feel bad for the young man who, you know, his AAU coach got a bag filled with $50,000. And that coach was supposed to, quote, deliver the player to school X or school Y. Where mom or dad got a new house. And mom or dad were supposed to make sure son signed with school X or school Y. There are examples where the young man never knew and the young man never got any of the money. And the coach or the parents or the uncle or the aunt or the grandma or the grandpa, you know, just went on and enjoyed the money, maybe with or without delivering the player, and the young man never knew about it. I would feel bad for the young man in that context. But generally speaking, come on now, if you don't want to, follow the rules as college athletics have laid them out crystal clearly uh, go play professional basketball somebody else somewhere else I'm not going to feel bad if you lead to your school having to vacate a season's worth of victories or even a championship 1-800-849-2761 more of your phone calls on the other side free for all Friday you can take me back on the court you can take me to a question of the day for early from earlier